Welcome to Catching Up with the Commands podcast. My name is Dan C., joined by my beautiful wife, Samsi. Hi, guys. And this is a podcast where we give our fresh perspective on all topics of life. We hope you guys enjoy the show. Ready to get your beard back to nature? Look no further than Weatherbeard Supply Co., our sponsor for this week's episode. Weatherbeard is a Tennessee-based men's grooming company offering a plethora of products including beard balm, butter, oil, wash, and conditioner, as well as bar soap, tools, and cologne. Weatherbeard Supply Co. has distinct fragrances based on exploring the wilderness. From Lakeside Lodge, a clean, nautical, fresh scent, to Timber Trail, an earthy, woodsy blend, you're bound to find a scent or five that you love. Check out their Beard Survival Kit, which is a beard oil sample pack of their eight Main lineup fragrances in five milliliter bottles and stop playing the guessing game on which scents are perfect for your beard. Make sure to use the discount code DANC10 at checkout to save yourself some money and support this podcast. Check out their social media linked on our Instagram page at Catching Up With The Commands and let your wilderness adventure begin with Weatherbeard Supply Co. This week's episode is called Into The Wilderness and we are so excited because we're going to be talking about our camping and hiking journeys from how we started both to where we've been to our must-haves. And then we'll be answering questions you guys submitted on Instagram. Ah, so excited. (laughs) Okay, let's start with our camping beginning. Yeah. So, like, imagine this. It's 2020, the year of COVID. You've been stuck inside your house with three crazy kids for months. What should you do? Naturally, buy a travel trailer. But let's back it up a bit. Neither of us grew up with trailers. I camped in, camped in tents when I was younger. Did you camp? But sparingly, and I, I think it was in a tent, but I, I don't really <laughs> remember. You do have a terrible memory of your childhood. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yep. And, okay, so neither of us grew up with trailers, but I had been talking to a friend of mine about camping, and they owned a trailer, and she had shown me pictures and was just telling me about, like, how much they ca- their kids like it and... They just had a really good time camping in their trailer. So it was always on my mind. And I've been so interested in trailers since I was little. I don't know, like, what that's about. I remember when I was little, my dad was like, to me and my mom, he was like, would you guys rather have a pool or, like, a travel trailer to go camping? And I was like, full travel trailer. Wow. And my mom was like, pool. And so that's (laughs) what we ended up getting. But I just think it's, like, there's so many cool like fixtures and gadgets and storage spots and I'm a very like organized person mm-hmm. so I really like that aspect of it. But back to our story, we ended up booking a camping trip to stay in a cabin at a campground in Mackinac City to go to Mackinac Island with the kids. Um and that's like up at the top of the mitten if you guys don't know in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And we were going to stay there for a week. And Dan's friend, shout out to Doug. Shout out to Doug. <laughs> who s- he actually stayed in a cabin there, like the same one that we were going to. And he was like, yeah, everything was great, but there's no AC in there. And we were like, what the heck? Yeah. We And the week we were going to go is going to be in the 90s. And we just like can't do hot sleeping. And keep in mind, Violet is a newborn yeah. at this time. Yeah. She was, gosh, how old was she? Four months? Yeah. Five months? Something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have not been fun. And so we had already, like, purchased a bunch of our stuff and our gear for camping, and the kids were all excited about going. 
And we had been talking on and off about a trailer and the pros and cons of having one. So, so in June 2020, we decided to just go look at them. And it was our first time ever looking. We researched the best place near us in Michigan. It was actually several hours away from us, yeah. but it was the best place. And we decided on it because it was family-owned company, and it had really good reviews. And I will say, they had a legit, robust YouTube channel. And that, They did. That, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that really sold it for me <laughs> because I knew that they put a lot into that. And yeah. they were knowledgeable, and they cared. And I'm a firm believer in the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And so we were, we were all in on this place. But I was kind of on the, the lines of, hey, let's just go look. We're not going there to buy. We're not going there to make decisions. Let's just go get some information and have a little family trip. You guys can't see right now, but I am smirking because I feel like you say that a lot. Like, just looking, then we end up going home with something. <laughs> yeah. And I, before we went, I did a ton of research on everything about owning a travel trailer, like what all goes into it, what kind of vehicle you need, how to set it up, what to expect at a dealer, all of it. Yeah, and the looking part didn't go as <laughs> planned. Uh, we had looked at a bunch of them, and there was a mad rush of people there because it was the summer after lockdown. Yeah. Everything opened back up, but people wanted to go out and about. They were sick of their home, but they still wanted to be cautious. This is that, like, early, yeah, early yeah, days. Yeah. And they want to be cautious and not too close to people, so they chose camping. And we ended up getting the one that we wanted bought right uh, out from I'm under us. I'm still bitter about See, that. See, I'm, I'm not. I think we got the better uh, of it. I think it was like a, a good thing, but it was the, pretty much the same exact one as ours, except it was a bunk room. Yeah. Do you want to explain that? What yeah. a bunk room is? So ours is kind of like an open concept where there's just kind of bunk beds that are like in the corner mm -hmm. next to the bathroom. And a bunk room is, is essentially, correct me if I'm wrong, you have bunks like on both sides. Yeah. It's just like a a room kind of dedicated to sleeping. Yeah, for it them. has its own door yeah. with like four bunks that, you know, like one can fold up into a table and I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So just storage and other slightly things. different yeah. way for them to sleep. And they say, don't buy anything at the first place you look. Well, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up getting a 30 foot Catalina Summit travel trailer. Uh, it's made by Coachman and Forest River. Yeah. And with that, I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, why the fuck did you buy an <laughs> RV without ever RV camping? Because I want to make that clear. I had never spent any amount of time in an RV. Or drove one. Never once drove one. <laughs> and again, keep in mind, guys, we are like two and a half, three hours away from home at this point. And we we were prepared, though. We had purchased a truck to be able to to pull a travel trailer. Yep. We had set it up with the tow package and everything. So it wasn't like, oh, wow, this crazy thing. We, we were pretty well prepared for yeah. this. And to go with that, if you guys are not aware by now with <laughs> us, we are big researchers. Yes. We research everything before we get into it. And so we looked up a bunch of different aspects of RV camping, different campgrounds around us, and we asked a lot of people about it. That's the beauty of having like a pretty cool big reach on social media yeah. is we get a well-rounded perspective and feedback from you guys. And we knew in the end it was going to be a really cool experience, and the key thing was for our family. Yeah. And now we've done – I was trying to think of like what, what renovations we did like in yeah. the beginning. I think – we replaced, like, I mean, it 
it's beautiful on the inside. It's like a farmhouse sort of like style. A lot of travel trailers have that like really dark wood inside, mm-hmm. and I didn't want that because it's just like is gloomy in yeah. there with the dark wood. So ours has like a real light like gray wood throughout, and but it still came with like you know cheap things like faucets yeah. and all the curtains were just like bleh mm-hmm. in the bedding and stuff. So we replaced all that. We added, you know, hooks and storage everywhere. We hooked up a new TV. We added, like, subway tile backsplash to the kitchen, which was, like, my favorite thing. But it was just, like, those peel-and-stick tiles, which was perfect Mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm not trying to grout again in my entire life. After our kitchen, that was horrendous. And (laughs) and weight is a factor in a trailer as well. you got to be conscious of that. So we actually need – we're replacing the tile, the stick, peel-and-stick tile, like next year, yeah. it's all it's you know falling off and mm-hmm. it's yellow. <laughs> yep, that's the downfall, I guess. Um, but we did like random things just to make it more homey and functional for our family. So now it's like perfectly fit for us, and it's so great. We just finished our fourth year of camping, and it is one million times like for us. Mm-hmm. Our everybody loves it. And we love getting everything all set up in the spring, and we're so sad when our last camping trip ends in the fall and we have to put the trailer away. Like, that was just two weekends ago was our yeah. last fall trip, and just a couple days ago you took the trailer back. Yeah. We're like, bye. It, it's tough because <laughs> it there's just so many cool things we just love about camping. Yeah. And first, when we say camping, I know there's people that are, <laughs> like, giggling because they know us. Yeah. I want to make sure you guys know we call ourselves glampers, not campers. And we're not offended by that. Yeah, we're not hiding. We're <laughs> no. not trying to act tough and, and all this stuff. We aren't getting dirty. We're not out there in, in the mud and in the dirt and roughing it. And yeah. we like grassy sites, not sand, mm-hmm. not gravel, not dirt. We look for campgrounds with paved roads. Have, and, have to have. Yeah. And, and I feel like people will kind of like <laughs> turn their head to that. But it's not just about getting dirty, which we don't like. I yeah. mean, if we're camping, I, I don't want to be dirty. But it's also our kids like to ride their bikes. And dirt roads are not good for them. No. They're, they're still young. They're real young. And, and a fall on a dirt road like that would wreck it's a trip. It's hard to ride yeah, your bike. For like sure. they can Like, Jackson Vi can like barely ride their bikes right. anyway, so add like dirt road that makes it even yeah. worse. And we don't cook over an open fire, even though there are people at these camp uh, campgrounds that do. It's just not our thing. I, I don't love smelling like smoke, and so <laughs> I just don't really enjoy that. But we have a small adventure ready blackstone, like a griddle grill that we bring, and we cook a lot on that every breakfast mm-hmm. and oftentimes lunches or dinners. But we also will go out to eat at the nearest town. Like one thing we did is when we get there the day and you have to set everything up and manage the kids, and it's after a long drive, we have usually gone to either getting food or going somewhere yeah. to kind of take a little bit off the, the pressure at, in that situation. Right, because Checkouts like or check in is like later in the yeah. day, and once you get like your site all set up yep. and stuff, you're exhausted and it's late, and the kids are gonna have to go to bed soon. Like, yep. Jam. So we just found ways to kind of like make it work for us. Yeah. And we also like to look for campgrounds that have stuff for the kids to do because that's the stuff they look forward to. So pools, jumping pillows, aka blobs, arc- <laughs> arcade, mini golf, bike paths. Yeah, I feel like if they didn't, if we didn't go to campgrounds with that like cool stuff. Mm-hmm then I don't know if they would be as into it as they are now. For sure. Because they really love those things. They do. And we do have our favorite campgrounds that we go to every year. There are two that we make sure to hit at least once. 
Um, more like we go to both of these ones twice throughout yeah. the year. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have others that we'll do like every other year so we don't get sick of them because they might not have like all the cool stuff that we like. And so I don't want to like overwhelm the kids with a campground that they're not like fully invested in. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that we have all of our stuff with us when yes. we go. We load up the trailer with everything. We load up the truck with everything. We've literally never been like, eh, I don't know if we have enough space for this. It's yeah. If we think we need it, we yeah. bring it. Yeah. And we always err on the side of safety and like understanding like, hey, I don't know if we're exactly going to use this, but we're going to bring it anyway. And you can't do that when you go to a hotel. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm an overpacker. Yeah. I, I am prepared for every event. If there's going to be a hurricane, I'm prepared. For like, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And, like, I can bring my whole wardrobe with us. I'm I'm very particular on my clothes in the way that they make me feel that day. So I can't be like, okay, I'm going to wear this on Monday and this on Tuesday and this on Wednesday. I'm like, no, I need to have an assortment of outfits and clothes for different seasons and morning outfit and afternoon outfit. And just so – and having a trailer is just like you can do that. And you can bring all the food you want. Mm -hmm. Like, that is so important to us to be able to bring our own food and cook our full meals if we want. Because as much as you and I love going out to eat, the kids don't really like it. No. Unless it's like Taco Bell. Right. And with you guys having celiacs, it's just, it's much easier to make our own food. Especially if we're in a new place and we aren't sure about the restaurants. Mm -hmm. So we can just, like, do that ourselves and make whatever the kids want. Yeah, and the kids don't like waiting at restaurants. They just want to eat as fast yeah. as they can so they can go back to playing outside. Yeah, exactly. Which is really nice for us. We don't have to worry about them being loud or running in the hotel and bothering other people. Yep. The boys can go venture off, and we, we've we given them, especially this summer, a yeah. little bit more freedom uh, because we trust the campgrounds. You have to have, like, a card to scan in, scan out with vehicles, and we purchased some really nice, like, 25-mile radius walkie-talkies. And yeah. so the boys have the walkie-talkies. They can check in with us. So it it's pretty safe, and it's it's all the campgrounds we go to are family-oriented. Yes, definitely. We're not, like, at, I feel like, like, state parks yeah. maybe aren't as much. They're more For geared sure. towards, like, partying adults. Yep, absolutely. And, yeah, we don't stay at state parks. <laughs> but our kids would much rather be outside, like, playing soccer, playing on the playground with new friends than being inside at a hotel room mm -hmm. or something like that. Like, don't get me wrong, I love a good hotel room. And the kids actually really do, too. Yeah. But there's only so long an eight-, six-, and three-year-old can stay in a hotel room. And we've always camp at a place where there are fun things to do that's in town, that's away from the campsite. For example, our favorite campground is right across the street from Michigan's Adventure, which is our biggest theme park in Michigan. Yes. So sometimes we'll go there to spend the whole day just to do something different and give them a, a memory to attach to the trip. Right, because even when we're camping, we're always thinking about like what memories can we make for the kids while we're there. Neither of, neither of us really have like memories of camping when we were young and we wanted to make sure that they remembered these fun times and we'll always get them like on our way camping we'll stop at gas stations and we always let them pick out some sort of treat normally it's chips because our kids have a fucking chip <laughs> addiction yeah, is that know. like do your kids obsess over something our kids are obsessed with chips yes they are so we cannot keep chips in the house <laughs> <laughs> But we also will, like, pack 
cool crafts or like coloring books for buy and have just like a little surprise waiting for them in the trailer and that helps like to get them more excited about the trip and it takes the screen time down a little bit yeah. now what are our thoughts on screen time yeah we're, <laughs> it's it's a constant battle yeah. for us we're, there's <laughs> pros and cons to i mean we could probably do a whole episode oh my gosh, on that we and could. <laughs> like the pros of Violet will come down and say like a French phrase. And we're like, where did you learn that? And yeah. it was from her tablet or she has a song that she sings about like bad times and turning it around. And like they really learn and they socialize and like FIFA, for example, they learn the game of soccer through FIFA. Yeah. However, if they are on it too long, it does change their mindset and their personality. Yeah. So we're pro situational tablets. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, when we're camping, Dan and I will just go sit outside, and the kids, like, after a while, if they're bored or something, they'll just, like, start using their imaginations and play really well together, and no one is whining or crying, and it's just so nice. So nice. So nice. And we sleep so good in the trailer. Yeah. Like, I didn't think that I would say that when we first got the trailer. I thought we were going to have to get, like, a new mattress or something, or, like, a mattress pad. You wanted one. I did. Yeah. And you're like, no, let's just test it out. And I love our yeah. mattress. It's like thin it's, and stiff. Yeah, and it's not lumpy, thank goodness. Right. I don't even know how do mattresses even get lumpy. I don't want to know. I don't either. Yeah. That's gross. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know how they say like mattresses like get heavier as you yeah. like Dead the skin more cells year. And yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. so gross. But we do. We yeah. sleep unbelievably well and and it's if it's not the mattress if it's not th my feet don't fit on the bed by the yeah, way yeah i literally hang off the bed so why why do we sleep well what the heck is I that don't, i think it's literally because we're like next to our kids and yeah. it's like our primal instinct like must be near our babies yeah and so we just sleep great with them and i think that it's gets really cold and cool at night in the yeah. trailer and so i think we actually all really like like cozy enough with yeah. some blankets and and we have like three blankets on our bed and the kids got a bunch and the boys choose to sleep together they too. do it's so cute it, and they did the other night at home too i went in to get them up and i'm like <laughs> what are you doing in bed and they just like being together they it's really love cool each other. They do. <laughs> but the proximity in the trailer can also be not so great yeah <laughs> challenge because it's just like like we were saying earlier it's kind of just like one big room but our bedroom is closed off with a door that was, like, a super important thing for us when we first bought the trailer mm -hmm. because Vi was a baby, and, like, she was a newborn, and she was still nursing. And so I needed, like, a private spot mm -hmm. that was quiet that I could feed her in. And so everything else is open except the bathroom has its own door and yep. its own room. So, you know, being around the kids – for an extended period of time in there, like if it's raining or something, it does it does get a little, so, you know. Yeah, mainly Violet. Yeah, the true. boys are fine. <laughs> it just depends on her mood. And and talking about upgrades, we did a very simple upgrade. We always thought our doors were real cheap. They won't close well. They seem flimsy. And Sam changed the doorknobs. Mm -hmm. Different world. The doors <laughs> are like ten out of ten solid. They close perfectly. Like just those little advancements have really helped. Yeah. 
And I think the last really cool thing about camping with the kids is that they've grown to love nature, mm-hmm. which makes me so happy. Yeah, I mean, as, as we as society get farther and farther away, right, we have a career based on technology. We're yeah. talking into technology yeah. right now. We still want to find those ways to connect them because there is something special to yeah. it. And so it does. It just makes us happy. And, and with that, the thing that uh, we were kind of like – wanting to get out of that concept of camping and experiencing nature was to get that side of it with hiking. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly like why we started. Yeah. And I remember when Mm -hmm. we first started like talking about hiking, we were on our way home from a wedding, just you and I from New York. And along the, do you remember this? Like along the expressway, there were like these little pull-off areas where people were getting out with all their hiking gear upstate new york yeah and then like next thing you know you're in these like beautiful like mountainous areas and the whole time that we drove through this like forested road i was like that would be so Mm -hmm. cool to hike through yeah and that was in the fall and over the winter we started planning our first family hiking trip yeah to acadia national (laughs) park in maine and we bought all of our gear before ever literally looking at a trail yep (laughs) I want to go back to Acadia so bad. Yeah. I think about it, like, all the time. It's beautiful. It is so great. So the fact that we started our hiking journey with a national park is just so funny to me. Like, we just fucking threw the kids right into yep. it. We're like, this is it, top tier. We're doing do it. it. <laughs> and, okay, so we figured out, we got all our gear and everything, and I figured out to use this app called All Trails. And it's not sponsored or anything like that. It's just <laughs> really good. And it's my favorite hiking app. It filters things by activity, distance, difficulty, length, and popularity. And so all I did when we were looking at Acadia was just input, like, what we were looking for, like a shorter one for the kids, something that was not super hard. And, like, bam, it just spits out, like, the perfect trails for you. And the one we started with, I think, was, like, a three-mile loop and. Was it called Jordan Pond? I think so. Yeah. Like, if you guys are familiar with Acadia, we did the Jordan Pond loop, I think. Yeah. It was just so cool. Like, I remember you had to, when you're pulling into Acadia, you essentially go to this, like, welcome center, Mm -hmm. and then they bus you to, like, the different points, like, the different hiking spots. And then there are also, like, more kind of, like, welcome centers at each hiking beginning yeah i don't know i don't know and i will say it was overwhelming like sam had super well planned out the trails and the hiking and and all that but we once you get there there's not like signage or like directions or people to help and we we didn't even know if we were in the right place and we (laughs) just kind of wandered until we really figured it out and and it, it it's one of those things where, like, when you're a pro at something, you just walk right through yeah, the line, yeah, yeah. just go with things, and then you see people who are new, like, looking around. We were the ones looking around. Yeah, I had no idea when we went that we were going to have to take a bus. I yeah. thought we were just going to, like, drive, like, our other hikes. Like, yep. well, I guess we didn't know about other hikes, but the hikes that we did post-Acadia, right. you just, like, drive to the trailhead and park and yep. get out and go. But yeah. I guess national parks are different. But it was, so, <laughs> yeah, so cool. It was. That morning was foggy. Yes. It was chilly. Like, it... 
the pond looked like a movie. Yeah. Like, it looked like you had the fog rolling yes. in. It was so dang cool. And we went on so many different kinds of, like, paths. They were, like, just the regular dirt paths. And then they had these raised yeah. planks over marshy areas, which was kind of cool because, like, when people people would be coming in, like, the opposite direction, and they had these little, like, pullover yeah. areas. Passing so, lanes. Yeah, passing <laughs> lanes. So you would, like – be like, hold on, let me get up there and like pull over, and people would walk by you on the planks. And it was probably half the trail for yeah. those planks. It was a lot, like very well done, yeah. very well maintained. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's no like garbage or right. anything like that. And you're right next to these huge hills, too. Yeah. So there were like these crazy rock formations, yep. and you actually end up like climbing over some pretty difficult rocks yeah i was like i thought this was an easy trail right because i had vi on my back for that whole trail we carried her um i don't think she got down at all did she i don't remember maybe on the the far side coming back once or twice yeah like once we're away from like dangerous things for sure (laughs) for sure until jack's touch poison ivy yeah. It wasn't poison ivy, but right. looked just like we it. Had just oh gotten done gosh. telling you don't do this, and but hey, that's Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was just, it was just so beautiful. Yeah, it was gorgeous. The pond was clear. We didn't really so see clear. many animals no. or wildlife, but just the landscape was just unbelievable. But can we talk about the fact that we went to Maine and did not see a moose? Yeah, I'm so pissed. And we were that was a mission. Like it we was. were trying to. And see. And like everybody's like, oh yeah, there's moose everywhere. They're in my drive. Like, every morning right and on the expressway they're like they have the moose crossing signs everywhere, everywhere. didn't see one friggin moose no i'm pissed but <laughs> the kids loved yeah. everything about the trip yeah they absolutely loved the hiking and we were surprised at how well they did we built in expectations of okay they're going to be challenging yep. their first time they're young and jacks had always anywhere we went michigan yep. adventure any disney Oh, he gets tired. Can you carry me? Yeah, my legs are little. This, that. (laughs) He didn't get tired. No. We thought Maddox would get bored because his mind races a million miles per hour. He didn't. And we thought Violet would whine and cry Mm -hmm. and throw a fit. And she was cool. She was good. She was like, she was like a little queen on my back. Like she had snacks and she had a passy. She was great. Yeah. (laughs) Future trips a little more challenging, but that first one, she was great. Yeah. I think. We definitely didn't spend enough time there. I, like, you made me feel so good. You're like, you planned it so well. But, like, I guess I didn't plan in my head how much, how much we were going to love it and, like, how cool it was going to be. Like, they have puffins there. Yeah. Like, the little tiny birds Mm -hmm. that kind of look like smushed down pink. I think a lot of people don't know what puffins are. Yeah, it's the little cute uh, penguin-looking bird from the movie Elf when he's oh, going yeah. off to, like, to Santa Monica. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the one. And we we were we came for Acadia, but we also were staying in Portland, Maine, which was hours away. Yeah, so it was it like three hours, I think. Yeah, it wasn't just like a simple like, oh, yeah, let's go back tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and it was our first one. We didn't know how much we were going to love it, you know, and, and, man, what an introduction. Yeah, I definitely – I want to go back and stay. The city in – um like Acadia is called Bar Harbor yeah. and it was so freaking cute. Oh, I thought it you were going to say expensive. No, I'm I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it's really expensive, but it was just so cute and we didn't even have a chance to like explore that area. So, 
it's official. Like, we have to go back there. Maybe just not with the kids this time. I feel yeah. like that would be a good trip for just, like, me and you. We will for sure. Yeah. We'll go summit the mountain. We'll see the sunrise that everybody yes. talks about. Yes. Uh, they actually, it was pretty dangerous when we were there, I guess. A couple got off to go, and the driver was like, good luck. It's pretty treacherous conditions today. Oh, yeah, because it was, like, real slippery yeah, because of the, the fog. fog. Yep. Ooh, and if so we would have had our trail shoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we will be back for sure and we have to mark off other national parks first yes though. we do we're gonna see how many national parks we can do before all the kids graduate high school we even got like one of those little scratch off posters with all the national parks on yeah it. our old goal was for the kids to see all 50 states before by graduates high school but now we're adding national parks on top of it and do, does every state have a national park? I don't know. I don't know either. That's interesting. What about like the tiny states? Yeah, I was thinking East Coast. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah, let us know in, on our Instagram, guys. Yeah, does yeah. every uh, does every state have a national park? Because then that'd be like easy peasy to right. hit all 50 states. Because we, we want to hit them. And, and, and again, this is just kind of how we roll. It's funny. We went from zero to 100 with hiking. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's so us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we haven't even been to that many places yet. But we have been to Acadia National Park in mm -hmm. Maine. Pitchard Rocks National Shoreline in the UP of Michigan, actually the country's first national shoreline, Ludington State Park, and then Hoffmaster State Park in Muskegon. Which is in Michigan, the last two. Right. Well, I guess the last three. And they Michigan. were beautiful. <laughs> they were. Absolutely I wasn't expecting beautiful. that. Like, the campgrounds were really shitty, but like right. the hiking was the cool. The state campgrounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, Pictured Rocks is still so fresh in my mind. Yep. We were actually there last weekend. Yep. Um, Dan and I do a fall trip every year, just the two of us. And this year we decided that we wanted to go hiking. And so we chose pictured rocks. It's all the way up at the tippity top of the UP of Michigan. And it was so incredibly beautiful. Yeah, Like it rivaled Acadia. Uh, yeah. At it was times just different. It was, it was different. Yeah. At times it was more breathtaking. Yeah. It was like, like. We've seen pictures, and if you Google it, you'll see this picture of, like, this turquoise water with this rock arch. Yep. That's, like, what they're known for. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's their biggest, like, rock formation and the tallest one there or something. And the pictures just don't even come close. Right. We would be there, and we'd be trying to take pictures, yeah. and we'd look at the picture, and we'd be like, oh, that doesn't even do it justice. No, it's it's so – in the pictures, when you first see them, you're like, this can't be real. Yeah. This is outrageously beautiful. Then you get there, and you're like, those pictures don't even tell the yeah. full story. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. So the first day we – when it was the day that we got there. We yep. tried to get there as early as we could, but it was like five-hour, five-and-a-half-hour drive from yep. us. And so we did a three-mile hike. And what was that? We it's called like Miners Castle and Miners Falls. Falls, and I think it was like Miners Beach too. Yeah. So the first part was like this loop, and you first go into like this forest where there was the you remember like the like green like yeah, leaves it, all over the ground. It was so they're like little maple leaves, yeah, but they're growing like a branch, like just maybe two three inches off the ground yeah and it was like it was ground cover everywhere like yeah. that was the ground it was gorgeous and there was nobody there really yeah. i mean like a couple people here and there because it was raining yep and that actually i feel like ended up like 
helping make, us. Yeah, helping the trip because mm-hmm. there were hardly any people yeah. like the whole time we were there. And we were prepared for the yeah, rain, yeah. so it, we didn't get wet. It didn't bother us yeah, at all. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. Like, yeah. we had our ponchos and our hats and stuff, yep. waterproof pants and all that. And that one was not a dangerous hike. So no. that was nice yeah. for it. And our main purpose was to go hike down to a waterfall. Yeah. So we did the loop. And then there was, like, a waterfall down the road, but you drive to that part. So we drove down there, hiked, I don't know, like, a mile or something to the waterfall, and we're standing there on the, like, platform. You go to this Yeah, yeah. viewing platform. You're, like, up above the waterfall. But then we, like, look at the platform, and someone had broken off, like, the bottom rail of a portion of it, clearly so that you could go down, because next to this platform, it was, like, not a, I don't want to say a pathway. Not a path. But it was, like, like, a clear indicator that that's what people use to go down there. Yeah. Like, it was not, like, a maintained thing. It was, like, a... Like, a probably shouldn't be doing it, right. but people do. Right. and it, But it wasn't, co- like, there were not footprints. It no. was not, like, a beaten down trail or anything. It was just, like, okay, it looks possible. Yeah, and, yeah. and some people had done it, and the predicament was it had a <laughs> rail. And so I couldn't fit under, right? For those yeah. of you that don't know, I'm 6'3". So getting under, and I'm not flexible. Zero <laughs> so percent yeah, flexibility. That wasn't going to happen. But going over... The rail was just a little bit too tall for my clearance, right? If you know what I mean. And so I spent that five minutes just like trying to throw my leg over. There's people all around. There were and people. I wonder if yeah. they thought anything. Like I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't bother me like, one what's bit. What's this guy trying to do? And so we were deciding because, like I said, this was there was no no rails. There was nothing. No like steps made out. Like oftentimes you'll go and there'll be like little like makeshift steps and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a rock face. Section that was pretty significant probably five feet I would Mm -hmm. say of like sheer rock and so we're like I don't know if we can clear this and then we're going back and forth going back and forth and we're like let's do it we're here and so we hopped it and then Sam's like you go down that rock part (laughs) first to see if it'll if we can get back up and and the theory there is like well if what if I can't? <laughs> well, my thought was that you're taller than this rock face, so yeah. you would have an easier time, like, getting up yeah. than I would. <laughs> and so we went down. We could get up fine. Yeah. We got a little dirty and stuff, but it wasn't anything, like, really challenging. Yeah. And we get down there, and it was unbelievable. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done in my yeah. life. I've never been to a, a waterfall. So that no, was brand new. And especially because I know people do like excursions in the Caribbean and yeah. stuff. This was in Michigan. And this is, I'm estimating a 50 foot waterfall. And it was powerful. Like it this was. thing was moving water. And it was like, you could tell the water had carved out kind of like a, it was it a concave or convex yeah, 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 portion yeah. into the side of the rock. And so I went really far and got as far really as I could. And it just, like, you couldn't even, like, wrap your mind around yeah. how amazing this nature was. Like, we were getting hit by, like, the mist yeah. at the base of the waterfall. The and then time. there was, like, do you remember there was this little, like, cave behind mm-hmm. the waterfall? And we were contemplating if we should go back yeah. there. Then we are like, oh, it's probably not a smart well, thing to do. Well, and then, because <laughs> the water at the bottom was deep, like, yeah. really deep and fast. And, like, it's a little bit too slippery to go behind the waterfall. Yeah. And also, I'm, I'm pretty positive (laughs) that there was a bear living in this other cave it was like across the river and up like the side of the cliff face and there was this perfectly like 
bear-shaped <laughs> cave. Yeah. And I kept my eye on that fucking cave the whole time because I was terrified. In my head, I was, like, planning out, like, okay, if a bear comes running out of here, it's going to take him a long time to get down there and to cross the river. So if I can get up there, I literally wasn't even thinking about you. Yeah. I was, like, thinking about myself and how fast I can get up that, like, rock face without you to not get hey, eaten by the bear. If it if a bear <laughs> comes down and it's me, please call for help. The bear's going to need it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. The whole time, well, the whole time we were there, I was terrified of seeing a bear. Well, okay. I was excited about yeah. the possibility because the UP is supposed to have a ton of bears. Right. Like a ton. Yep. We don't, we have bears down here, but we've never seen one. You never hear about you it. You never hear about it. Yeah. There's no bear attacks or anything. But like in the UP, they're supposed to be just like everywhere. Yeah. And so, and people online were like, I've seen bears at the pictured rock shoreline. Yep. And so the whole time, I don't know if you like caught it. I was always looking around for bears. Like the whole time we were there. Yeah, I wanted to see one. I was not scared one bit. I was like terrified that one was going to sneak up on me. And then (laughs) as soon as like we started and it was very, very, very windy that day. And so the trees were all creaking and they sounded like bears growling. And so I'd be like, did you hear that? It was a bear. And yes. you're like, no, that was a tree. <laughs> I, I did recognize that one, yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, we hiked that first day probably a total of just over four miles yeah. or so because we took different trails and everything. Yeah. And, and we went back, and it, like I said, it rained the whole time. We got back to our hotel, and we were like, okay, like, we're good. Yeah. Like, I feel fresh. I yeah. feel great. It had a hot tub, and we weren't even, like, sore enough to go use the hot tub. Right. So we were good, and, and we had our full next day planned, and – it was, and before we talk about the next day, we were at a hotel, okay, for like the UP, it was an, it was an okay hotel. Yeah, yeah. And the breakfast, though, was perfect. <laughs> like, I had like my ideal breakfast. You talk, you've yeah. been talking about that breakfast. Well, because usually the breakfast at hotels are horrible. Especially and to, being gluten-free. Right, I have to settle for different things. Yeah. They, I had a whole plate of bacon, which was crispy and amazing. They had our favorite, favorite. gluten-free muffins there. That was Shout unbe- out to Udi's. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> and I, I had, they had hot, I had eggs with hot sauce. It, it was just, it was to get ready for a trail that yeah. day. Protein from the eggs, protein from the bacon, carbs from the muffin, had apple juice to help me digest. It was perfect, like yeah. absolutely perfect. W- and I'm like, okay, today's going to be a good day. Well, now my stomach's growling. So <laughs> if you guys hear a gurgle, it's not a bear. It's my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> so we had the perfect breakfast to do our main hike, mm-hmm. which ended up being like an 11-mile loop. Yeah, just over. And normally we hike. Three miles. Yeah. Three miles is like our max. Yep. But normally we have the kids. So right. I was like, in my head, I'm like, we can do this. Yeah. Like three, if we do three miles, then just triple it without the kids. Like pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> and that trail was so incredible. Yeah, it's it's like, even hard to process. It really is. We felt like, we kept saying this, we felt like we were going through different like countries. Like yeah. we were being like transported. We'd start in like this forest and then we'd hit a marshy area where they also would have like the raised platform boards and then we saw how many waterfalls did we see on this trail three or four three or four yeah yeah. and we didn't hike down to any of the other waterfalls but and then we'd go through like sandy parts and then just like really muddy dirty parts and then parts that were 
so full of roots that we would just continuously trip the yeah. whole time. <laughs> and then the we were going up and down this whole trip. Yeah, there it was more than a thousand feet of elevation yeah, change yep. just on this day. Yeah, and then the coolest part is so we, when we got to the top of Pictured Rocks, you hiked like four miles along the edge of the cliff. Yes. And it's a 200-foot tall cliff. Yeah, some of them well over 200. Yeah. And there, there's nothing. There it is not a, a sign. There's not <laughs> like a wire. There's no fence. Yeah. There's no anything. And it's not even like there's a path. Like these things were eroding. Like you'd yeah. go to the edge and it would be like kind of over the edge would be breaking down and rounded because it, it was terrifying. It really was terrifying. We sat down for like our couple snack stops yeah. and it was on the cliff and we were literally two steps away from the edge, yeah. which, and like, I felt safe at the points. We never like pushed ourselves right. too far. You know what I mean? We weren't trying to like hang over the no. edge or anything. And if we did get closer than like we wanted, cause we wanted to get like a picture of mm -hmm. the rock formation. We would like, I would hang on to Dan, even though he's like, you know, several feet away from the cliff yeah. still, I would like hang on to Dan and then I would hang on to a tree to like hold us. in. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't tell Sam this, but I had researched some stuff beforehand and a lot of people die at pictured rocks. Uh. And just a couple of months ago, uh, I mean, very, very recently, a like two or three months ago, yeah. a woman hiking by herself um, died. She was taking a picture and I'm sure they recovered the phone and that's terrible. Oh, she was taking a picture and she fell off the cliff 200 feet to the water. Some kayakers saw her, tried to save her and oh. uh, she was dead on impact. And you just go through this list. Like we went to that place yesterday um, that we were talking about with Hikers Castle. And it was like in a course of like three or four months, there was like five people that died. And so it's like, man, oh, man, oh, man. And yeah. we we never took that for granted. We always were talking about the edge. We yeah. were always conscious. And this was literally the strongest wind oh I have my felt gosh, in my was. entire life. An actual gale force wind warning. Uh, boats couldn't go out. Kayaks can go out. It was crazy. The waves were huge. Yeah. The biggest waves I've ever seen in my yep. entire life. Yep. And we've been on cruises. We've been to Florida. We've been all over the places. These waves, like we said, it's 200 feet up to the rock face. Yeah. There were waves that would go up that 200 feet, and then the mist of the waves would carry over the tree oh, line. Yeah, over the trees on top of the cliff. And have pictures of that. It yeah. was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I've never experienced anything like pictured rocks. And I think another scary part was that afterwards you were telling me we are looking up all the people that died on pictured rocks, yeah. which is very morbid, but... You were telling me that the cliffs are, like, eroding. Yep. And a big chunk had recently fallen off. Yeah. Like, and then you're hiking, and then you turn around to, like, take a picture of, like, the cliffs that you had just hiked, and you see that these cliffs mm -hmm. are just, there's nothing under them. Correct. It's just hanging right over, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that could have fallen, like, while we were on it. Yeah, because at one point it was a rock face, yeah. and then the water just erodes uh. it away and carves it out. And the kind of cool thing is we were standing on these things that were over the water, nothing below us because mm -hmm. it was like a ledge, but the water would carve out sections along the way, and when the waves would come in and you were sitting on top of it, 
you would feel uh, it in your bones yeah. and you would hear it and it would go boom, boom, boom. It was like vibrating oh, through the rocks. Crazy. And you just felt, we just kept talking about like the power of nature. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was really cool. It was, and it was like a pretty tough hike. Oh, there yeah. were some parts where I was like, I was like huffing and puffing through it all. No, it, it was, we saw some families with kids and stuff. And, oh, and then yeah. There were different parts that you could park along the way and stuff, but it was very difficult. And how many, how many steps did we hit just on that, that hike that day? I think it was like 26,000 steps. More then, than that. On that yeah. hike. Yeah. yeah. Just that hike, 26,000 steps. And we were hurting yes, afterwards. Our legs were not very fresh after that. We did hit the hot tub. Yes. <laughs> that actually felt great. It did. <laughs> but what is fresh on our mind, you like what I did there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is our future camping and hiking trips. Hmm. What do you think about that? I would love to do more camping and hiking out of state. Yeah, agreed. The tough thing is it's not very conducive with the kids right yeah. now and their age. Once again, pretty much violent. It's, <laughs> it's stressful and violent. And also, we've just never pulled the travel trailer out of state. And and that's something where it's like, I know the roads here. I know the yeah. path. I yeah. understand where to turn and, and do this. I mean, because it's a, it, with the, the trailer hitch and everything, it's a 31-foot travel trailer. It's yeah. not a fifth wheel. It's not a motorhome. So it can be challenging, especially if there's cities and if there's – different like construction yeah so yeah i would for sure like to go out of state one day and i think talking about that we actually from you guys know that we love watching the youtube channel kara and nate mm -hmm. they're a traveling couple that just they go across the whole world but they have this what do you call it like section they have this covid times yeah it was during covid <laughs> times where they actually bought a converted sprinter van and just like traveled the u.s and so i think like if we got like a sprinter van that was converted for us or like a super small motor home mm -hmm. i feel like that would be like the absolute perfect way to see like out west for us because i hate flying like absolutely hate it it freaks me out the kids like it but, like, too bad because I hate it. <laughs> and it's so expensive. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're buying, like, a converted Sprinter van or a motorhome, that's going to be expensive. But at least right. you have, like, an asset. You know what right. I mean? Right, <laughs> right. For sure. For sure. But I would be curious, like, how it would work with the kids. Yeah. Like, because some of them have, like, the bunks and, like, Sprinter vans, like, are tiny. I feel like we all couldn't sleep in there. But maybe, like, a tiny, like, RV would work better for us but i just feel like the kids should be a little bit older yeah so we're not constantly stopping for bathroom breaks or like vi crying to get out of her car seat right. the boys are good it's just i mean i i feel like we're always talking about how bad by <laughs> she's three you guys right. like she's just a normal three-year-old <laughs> yeah absolutely and i always get so I get so, like, amped up to, like, plan. I'm a vacation planner, so that's just some – that's, like, a hobby of mine, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And I get so amped up to, like, do all these things. I'm like, oh, yeah, we should buy this. We should go here. We should do this. But I keep forgetting that we have so many years ahead of us where they're going to be at, like, more appropriate right. ages for this whole thing. For sure. And we do want to go out west. 
we actually are thinking of going to Colorado, Utah, Montana next summer to hike national parks. And one big factor is where my sister gets a job. We yeah. have a feeling she might get a job in one of these cool places. <laughs> and so that Please, Steph, yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> and so maybe go spend a month out there and hit different national parks and hiking and checking everything out. Ugh. I actually have been to Yellowstone. So jealous. Yeah, and I want Sam to experience that and the kids because that's another one where it's like you're just not going to see stuff like that anywhere else. Yeah, it just seems like such a cool place. For like, sure. And that whole area, that like – Colorado, Utah, Montana, South Dakota, like, area, I feel like they're just so in tune with nature, and I just want to see that. Like, have to have that in my life. For sure. And I'd love to do a backpacking trip with you. Would you do it? No, right now, (laughs) likely not. I mean, we've had the discussions. There's just a lot of angles to it. I I think eventually we'll probably build up to that, but no, not ready for that yet. I I feel like I would be terrified. I'm very, Mm -hmm. like, paranoid about about being murdered and i listen animals. and animals <laughs> yeah. like i listen to a lot of crime stories like shout out to crime uh audio chucks park predators oh, podcast yeah. which is essentially just about people getting murdered in parks and national state parks, parks and yeah. national <laughs> parks and <laughs> which is probably not like the best thing to listen to if we're like getting all into hiking or it is the best thing or yeah yeah, yeah so i mean we we had our pepper spray. Yep. We had our knife. Like, yep. we're good. Yeah, we were ready. <laughs> but I I can't remember what got me into it, but I've always wanted to hike the Apple, Appalachian. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. The Appalachian Trail. Like, I feel like that would be so cool to either hike just, like, a part of it or the whole thing. But I've heard that the amount of bears there is crazy. Yeah. Like, on that trail. It's like, do you remember what they said? Like, one bear – Per mile, per square mile, or something crazy like that. It was like, like more that. than yeah. that. It was nuts. And then also the Pacific Crest Trail, which do you know what movie that's from? No. No. <laughs> you nope. never watched that Reese Witherspoon movie about mm. her hiking it alone? Literally, no. I think it's called Wild. But I don't know. It probably is 10 years old now. But I, ever since I watched that movie, I have wanted to hike that trail. It just seems so cool. And I didn't know how far west it actually was. Like, it goes through California and Oregon and Washington, <laughs> like from Mexico to Canada. Yeah. And I always thought it was more like over the Rockies. Yeah. Shout out to our guy Moose. I believe oh, he, yeah. he hiked it <laughs> himself. He's yeah. gone from Canada to Mexico or vice versa twice and then almost three times. Uh. So he's going for his triple crown. And with that, Moose is somebody who really contributed to this, and Weatherbeard contributed to this. We asked on our Instagram, catching up with the commands, for you guys to send us some questions about hiking and camping for us to answer on this week's episode. <laughs> and with some of these guys, we did cover, and so we want to make sure that we weren't redundant or anything. And so, for example, where is one place in the world you would like to camp? I think. I really want to go to Glacier National Park Mm. in Montana. Like, the pictures are just so cool. Like, if you just, like, camped at, like, the base of the mountains with the lake in front of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, waking up in the morning to that. That would be crazy. What about you? Mine's different. This one would stretch us and challenge us, but I want to go to the Badlands. I don't even know, like, what the Badlands are. So the Badlands is a whole flat landscape of nothing. 
imagine that like interests you? Yes, because <laughs> of one reason. Okay. It's supposed to have the most beautiful viewing of the stars oh, and the galaxy yes. in the entire world. Okay, yeah. And I, if I'm going to tent camp, I want to do it there. Oh, yeah. There's no light pollution. It's just pure, beautiful. You see the Milky Way and the, the haze and stuff. I would love to do that. And, like, the colors and yep. stuff. Yeah. That would be so pretty. Truly. Okay, question two. Any plans to do some backpacking trips in the future? No, kind of <laughs> same thing above. Not really yet. My answer is only if you will be our trail guide, Moose. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Moose. <laughs> Too funny. And, okay, next one. What national park are you most excited to visit? For me, I think Denali National Park in Alaska because we have wanted to go to Alaska mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah. It's just like, it's always on my it's mind. Yeah. And we plan on going, maybe, hopefully, we can, for Dan's 40th birthday. So we got like, what, how old are you again? I think I'm 35. I think you're 36. No, I'm I'm 35. I don't know. Am I, I'm 33? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Shoot. I was born in 88 and my birthday's in May. So I think it's 35. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got like four and a half years left. <laughs> okay. What what national park would you be most excited to visit? For me, I'm going to say Joshua Tree. Oh. Just because I don't, again, I don't think that there's any place on the planet that's quite like that. And, and that's want, California, right? Yes. Yep. Wow. Dancy Bearded wants to go to California? Yeah. That's, I will go for this. That's very unlike you. Yeah. No no, <laughs> no interest in some areas of California, but that area definitely want to go to. And another one would be, what is your favorite landscape? Is it mountains? Is it waterfalls? Is it meadows? Forests? And, and maybe with like hiking. What do you think? Okay. With hiking, I would say, I don't know. Really? What? Are you interested in mountains? Like, because we, we've done the cliffs. We've done yeah. these things. Like, okay. Are you, like, we watched Kara and Nate. Yeah. And they did the base camp where they were going to Mount Everest, right? Right, right, right. Okay. It, I think I definitely would want to do mountains for hiking. But, like, for viewing if that's what they mean, yeah. I think it would be waterfalls. Okay. Yeah, and, <laughs> all right. And so my answer is waterfalls. <laughs> I just was blown away by how amazing those those waterfalls were. Yeah. And I want to see more. Yeah. I really, really do. Now, this is an easy one here. What is the best season to go hiking in? Not summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everything but summer. <laughs> so I'll go more, I'll go more specific on this one. Okay. I'm going to say fall. If I need a backup answer, it's spring. <laughs> and the reason for the fall is very simple. The temperature and the colors. Yeah, that's true. If I had to pick one, I would pick fall. Um, I don't know how hiking in winter would be. I feel like it would be very sweaty. Because you'd be like, yeah, you have layers. so many layers on. Mm-hmm. And you can't take it off because then you're going to get frostbite. For sure. I don't know. For sure. And I feel like spring would be very muddy. You think so? I yeah, I like the temperatures of spring, but everything's melting. Yeah. But I bet you the waterfalls are more beautiful than ever because oh, of the snow melt. Yeah, there's so probably a lot more water there. Pros and cons for sure. Okay. Next question. Have you guys invested in a jet boil so you can cook hot hiking meals on the trail? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a jet boil is, but I just assume it 
spoils things jet speed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, it's like a little burner. You yeah, know, you put the little cup but on so top. So we we just don't do long enough hiking trips. I think maybe if we ever did a right. backpacking trip, we'd have to look into things like that. But we're not gone long enough to to use to or to make like meals. Like we're just like eating protein bars and stuff. Agreed. <laughs> agreed fully, and. What are your top three spots that you must see someday? Where, and you're thinking, it, and I'm, I'm going to open this okay. up to the world. Whole okay. world. Okay. I would say Alaska for sure, Montana, and then I would like to hike Scotland. Oh, wow. Like, you know those, like, marshy areas, like, yeah. along oh. the cliffside and stuff? Oh. That's another one that doesn't Back with seem my real. People. Yeah, like, you see <laughs> Instagram reels and stuff, and you're like, yeah. this isn't real. Yeah. And then it's like, I have a feeling it actually is. It is. So for me, uh, the glaciers of Alaska, that's always been my number one. I really want to do that. I want to go see the Redwoods. And oh, then, I forgot about the Redwoods. Yeah, yep, oh. yep, yep. And then I would like to see a volcano in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Again, easy. just the landscape, just the water, and, and everything that goes into that. I It's kind of me sneaking in a way to say <laughs> I want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> Would you hike? Because I feel like you can go up on some of these, like, active volcanoes, yeah. like, up to the top. Would you do that or no? I would have to research it first. Yeah. Uh, we've seen some videos, and I'm like, no, you guys are stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sure there's some that are fine. I'm not worried about it going off. Yeah. I'm more so worried about, like. Falling in. Yeah, being in, in a bad position. <laughs> I definitely position. wouldn't take the kids. No, absolutely like, not. I think I would do it, just you and I, if mm -hmm. there was, like, a very smart person right. who was, like, saying, like, no, you're totally fine. Like, yeah. go ahead and do it. Yep, agree. Like, okay, scientist, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is your favorite aspect of hiking? And is it something that you see much more of in your future? Yeah, definitely. For the future part, 100%. Yeah. I, I know we're going to do more of this. My favorite aspect is likely walking and then staring at Sam's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, it would be the beautiful nature. Are, are you kidding, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it just, it's just the nature. It's just unbelievable from the little cover of the green uh, leaves to the waterfalls to the rock it's just yeah my brain like barely can handle it. it's so amazing that's mine like my favorite aspect is learning new things about places that we go like the landscapes or the animals or the flora yes and the <laughs> fauna <laughs> fauna are animals right flora are plants yes okay it's just, it's so cool for me to see new, see these new places. I just love that. That's my favorite aspect. And yes, of course, I would hike every weekend if I were able to. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> doubt, no doubt about it. And then somebody wanted to know, have you camped in Maine? No, because we're not tent campers. Right. For one. Our with the kids, at least, we're not Currently. tent campers. And then we don't want to pull our trailer that far. I think it was like a 17-hour drive from our house to, well, it'd be like a 20-hour drive to Acadia. Yeah. Uh, and even slower with the travel trailer. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. it, oh, my gosh. That would take us like a full 24 hours yeah. probably <laughs> at yeah. least to drive there. Mm -hmm. So, no, no. We haven't. <laughs> Okay, last question. What is one state besides Michigan that you would both love to camp in? Not because of the last question, but Maine. <laughs> I, I really would love to camp in Maine. South Dakota, uh, as I mentioned, California, and then Utah. I mean, I, I got to go. We stayed at a Airbnb at the Grand Tetons. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just 
so and I could keep going and going and going, but yeah, Utah would probably be near the top of my list. Um, excuse me, that was four and not <laughs> one. Oh, 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 sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> what would your one be if you had to pick one out of all of those? Right now, Utah. Okay. My okay, so I'm gonna pick four too. Okay. Obviously Montana. And then Colorado. I would also say Utah. And then I would love to camp in Hawaii. That's cheating. It's not cheating. <laughs> do they have camping in Hawaii? I, I'm sure they do. I yeah. feel like they have yeah. to. Maybe not trailer camping because <laughs> I mean, how are you going to get your trailer? Hey, yo, there? that's a long ferry ride. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but yes, that would be beautiful. Man, I just want to say thank you to everyone <laughs> who sent in questions. It's really cool to get you guys involved yes. in interacting with this. Some we answered during the podcast, as I mentioned. So if you put a question out there and we didn't hit it directly, hopefully you caught it at some point in yeah. the podcast today. And I want to say another thank you to Weatherbeard Supply Co. for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to check out our Instagram, Catching Up With The Commands, to find all of our info as well as Weatherbeard Social. And if you like this episode, please leave us a far, five, far, far, oh my gosh. <laughs> please leave us a five-star rating. And we're just kind of learning this podcast yeah. stuff, but apparently that helps us out. So leave a five-star rating and share this out to help grow this podcast. Our episodes drop every Friday, and we pull you guys on Instagram on Mondays for you to pick out what you want to hear next week. And after every episode, we have an after-show discussion post on our Instagram where we can chat with you guys about the episode. So make sure to check that out, too. All right, guys. Ta-ta.